Lowry from My Little Empire and welcome to Home is Where the Heart Is. Today I am going to be talking to you about how to create the new year that you want. As we're fast approaching the end of the year, I think it's a really good opportunity to take stock and give thanks for the year that you have had and also look forward to the year that you want to have in 2020. So, Um, What sort of got me thinking about this is I think that too often we're caught up with what we want or where we want to be and I think um, it's fine to think ahead and set goals but too often we get way too caught up in what we don't have rather than being grateful for what we already do have. Um, If you really think about it, if we were to unplug, take stock and step back from our busy and chaotic lives chances are we would already have everything that we've ever wanted right in front of us. Um, We have a roof over our heads. Most of us have got healthy kids. I don't have kids. Um, I have my beautiful dog, which is like like my kid for those that know me well. Um, She's like my child. (laughs) Most of us have got some savings or a little bit of money to fall back on, a car to get us from A to B. Uh, a loving partner or for those that are single uh, the freedom to be able to do whatever you want and you know the opportunity for just about anything whether that's you know having a holiday once or twice a year or going away for a little weekend getaway and the other thing that most of us have if if you're fortunate enough which is something that I think is one of the most important things is good health And one thing we certainly don't need to worry about uh, in this modern world of ours and living in a first world country is we definitely don't need to think about where our next meal is going to come from. So when you really think about it in the grand scheme of things, I think it's really easy for us to fall into the trap of getting caught up in all the things that we don't have. Uh, We get caught up with keeping up with the Joneses or what's on Instagram or the latest fashion or trends and the constant pressure that we put ourselves under is just it's overbearing at times and I think that we very easily push aside the things that are already in our life that we should really be focusing on rather than just always looking on into the distance and looking for that next thing rather than being present and being in the moment. And lately, I've really had to step back and reflect on my own life and how it's played out and unfolded over the past 12 months. And this has consisted of me virtually, I suppose, having a bit of a meltdown or burnout or whatever you want to call it. But it was not pretty. I I've recently had to have a little bit of time Uh, off work to just sort of recharge and rejuvenate and just check back in with myself. Um, For everyone that knows me or who sees small glimpses of my life through social media, they will tell you that my life seems busy, it's flat out, it's full on, it's go, go, go. And truth be told, it is. That's exactly how my life is. It's crazy most of the time. It's fast paced, it's chaotic. And that's a life that I've created and designed for myself. I've naturally always been someone that you would call, you know, a high achiever. I hate that term, but someone that strives for excellence or being the best that I can be. I've always set out to 
achieve and do my best in whatever I choose to pursue and doing life is something I've also always tried to do at a million miles an hour I'm always trying to pack in as much as possible I'm always trying to do the most that I can possibly do in a day in a week in a month in a year and you know I'm not the only one as women we are often trying to do it all where we're you know we tend to say yes a hell of a lot more than we say no we not only try to run our businesses or juggle work with the kids our husband or partner our dogs our pets school pick up drop off all the rest of it but we also have to be the one who remembers everything the one who has to put on a load of washing do the grocery list pick this up drop that off um call in to check on that person you know pick something up or post something at at the post office make a platter for the after work drinks we're always busy and we're always juggling way more than what should be considered humanly possible and i'm so guilty of this but perhaps the thing that i'm most guilty of is while getting caught up in trying to do and be the best that i can be for everyone else i've completely forgotten to include myself on that long list of people and things I should care about and for years now I've completely neglected myself um, let alone made time to spend some time on myself or with myself so it really got me thinking as the year sort of draws to a close like where to from here like I can't keep going at the pace that I'm going at and I know a lot of you out there are feeling exactly the same way as me you're exhausted you're run down you're tired You just want nowhere to be and nowhere to go and no one to get back to and no phone calls to answer and no text messages to respond to and it's overwhelming and I think we all have that threshold and that point where we just need to stop and take charge and really reflect and go is this really how I want to be living my life and for me it's something that I have stepped back from my own life and I've looked at how my life has unfolded and played out over the past 12 months and it's not how I want to be living my life. So while many people are making these resolutions and I think that they're great for a lot of reasons and they work for some people but news resolutions can sometimes be a little bit of a um, a little bit of an illusion because I think people get this great idea in their head and they're all gung-ho about it but in reality they are pretty short-lived news resolutions and that's because people underestimate so much what they can get done in the year and they tend to underestimate what they can get done in a much shorter amount of time and I'm sure that a lot of you have heard that before but what I like to do and something that I have been a big believer in for a very long time is if you want to make change then the best time to make change is to do it now so right here and now you don't wait for a particular day or a date or new year's day to decide to change if you aren't happy with something in your life or if it's not working for you then if you change it right this second and you don't waste another minute of your precious life living in a state of unhappiness you will be so much happier and so much more pleasant to be around for the people in your life so the first step in doing this and this is something that I've practiced for about a decade now it's been something that's been ongoing for me that I have just kind of it's become a bit of a, a yearly ritual for me 
and that is letter writing. Um, and what I mean by letter writing is this is sort of like my secret little weapon and I practice it at the end of each year, right before New Year's Eve. And it gives me the opportunity to reflect on the year that has been. And as you know, we're so often so busy and caught up with work, home, family, all those things that I just mentioned and just normal everyday stuff that when something major or significant happens to us, we don't actually give ourselves an opportunity or permission to stop and actually really feel what has happened or how it's made us feel or how it's affected us. And I think towards the end of the year, this time of year, a lot of people feeling really burnt out and tired and exhausted because so much has happened and we just keep moving forward and pushing forward without actually stopping and really taking that time to reflect. So this little exercise that I do really helps. Um, And it, it can apply with both positive and negative things so for example uh, this year we celebrated six years in business at my little empire which is really exciting Um, but over the last six years I haven't actually stopped to think about the year that has flown past us or the achievements that we've reached by surviving in business for another 12 months which for anyone who does work for themselves would know it's no mean feat to Um, survive another year in business there's always challenges that get thrown your way and usually the year just feels like a complete blur but this year I decided that it was something that I wanted to acknowledge and more importantly it was something that I wanted to really celebrate Um, so Mika and I we gathered our closest work colleagues together for a, a lovely beachside lunch where we took the time to look back on the past six years and just how far we've come It was also a really nice way to thank the people who supported us and our business and who've always sort of been there to cheer us along. It was a super powerful way to reflect as well and just remind ourselves that we had worked really hard to get to where we are now and we deserve to pause and give ourselves a pat on the back for what we had achieved to date. Celebrating or simply acknowledging milestones like these can really give you a lift and to keep pushing forward. Um, And to think, you know, that in another four years, we would have been self-employed for a decade and that's just crazy. So it seemed fitting to sort of stop, reflect and actually just acknowledge how far we have come um, in this journey. Um, So basically to begin my letter writing exercise which I will go into now I always start by giving thanks and practicing gratefulness for things that have happened in the past year so I know for some people like you know practicing gratefulness and things like that might sound a bit woo-woo or a bit out there but it's something that can really make a huge positive impact in our daily lives gratefulness is something that we should all practice as often as we can and you know, to really stop and take note of just how lucky we are. We live in a first-class country, first-world country, but how often do we actually stop to appreciate that? Like, we don't have to think about where our water comes from or, you know, our security, our own personal security in the sense of walking down the street. We don't have to worry about bombs being dropped on us. All those awful things that... For other people all around the world, it's just a normal daily occurrence and that's their normal. Um, You know, we're so incredibly blessed and I really think that we take that fact for granted way too often. So it can be as simple as um, starting 
your letter writing exercise or whatever you want to call it, journaling or um, your reflection time, you can start by giving thanks and practicing gratefulness for, you know, the simplest of things. So it might be something like saying, I'm grateful that I've had good health this year or I'm grateful that I haven't had to worry about how to pay my mortgage this year and money has continued to flow into my life. Um, one lesson while we're on that topic that um, I've learned over the years and a lesson, a very important lesson that my mum taught me when I was a teenager living out of home was to be grateful when I paid a bill. And now I know it sounds pretty nuts, <laughs> but I used to complain every single time that I had to part with my hard-earned money to pay my rego or my electricity bill or whatever it was. But my mum said this to me. She said, every time you pay a bill, say thank you. And obviously at the time, <laughs> I thought she was going nuts. But she went on to explain to me that if you're blessed enough to have the money to pay your bills, you should really give thanks and be grateful. And it really got me thinking, you know, we've all been there when you have the stresses in your life where you don't have the money to pay for your bills. You know, we've all been there at some point in our lives and it is such a burden and it's so stressful. And, you know, not having funds or money when you need it can be, you know, a very huge um a huge stress and pressure in people's lives when they don't have it. So my mum was completely right. <laughs> so she'll love that I said that. Um, you were right about something, mum. But w when you have to pay a bill and you have the money to pay it, be grateful and say thank you. Say thank you that you don't have to try and scramble and figure out how you're going to come up with that money or worry, you know, worry yourself sick that your electricity is going to be cut off or disconnected. So starting with something as simple as that, um, if you can't think of anything to list off the top of your head, it's things like that that you can start with that is a really good starting point. So saying, I'm grateful that I was able to pay all my bills and I didn't need to worry about how I was going to do that. Whatever it is that you do put down on your list or in your letter though, um, make sure it's really specific. So the more specific you are, and the more that you can really pinpoint the things that make you happy and blessed and that you're grateful for, the more you'll begin to notice these things throughout your days and throughout your year. So being really specific about things makes you then more consciously aware of these things so that as you go about your normal everyday life and things pop up, you've got these small but significant things that are constantly always there to remind you just how lucky you are even when you're having a really shitty day. Um, another way of doing this or if you're stuck, you know, for ideas of, of how to sort of come up with gratefulness and things to be grateful for is probably an exercise that I'm sure many of you have heard of, but just sitting down at the end of each day or before you go to bed at night and just writing down just really simply just three points, three things that you're grateful for for the day. And this can be added to your letter or your list um, when you feel you're ready. And it can be something as simple as, you know, I was grateful that my cousin gave me a call just to have a chat and, you know, or I'm grateful that, um, you know, I was able to go and, 
have lunch with you know one of my one of my friends who works around the corner whatever it is and you just start really practicing that and it can really change your mindset and put you in a positive frame of mind so that you can start really looking forward to the future with something tangible um the second thing which probably sounds like the polar opposite to what I just told you to do (laughs) um is to to stop and reflect on all of the negative or the not so positive things that have happened for you in the past year and I know that obviously it sounds negative but it really isn't um because by reflecting on the negatives or the things that didn't necessarily go your way during the course of the year and looking back on those things, it really gives you an opportunity to look at why these things might have happened in your life. Um, for example, you might have had a falling out with a close friend or a family member or there might be some conflict or something like that. Reflecting on this can give you the opportunity to go through the emotions you might have pushed to the side because we're so busy, as I mentioned before. And a lot of the time we don't actually get a chance to stop and really reflect on how certain things make us feel or how we have felt in that particular moment because we're so busy pushing forward and we've got a million other distractions. And so we just kind of bury it or push it down. And then one day it just comes out when someone just says the wrong thing or they might you know cut you off in traffic or whatever and then you just lose your mind and you're like whoa where did that come from but it's all those things that build up over time so giving yourself the opportunity to go through the emotions um and you know if something comes up that has upset you acknowledge it if it if it hurts and you need to have a cry have a cry and let it out and let it go let those emotions go and Do it so that you're not carrying that with you into the new year. Look at why it happened, acknowledge it, look at what you could have done differently and be really honest with yourself too. Don't just throw blame onto the other person or the situation or whatever it might be. Look at how you might have contributed to that situation and think of different scenarios around how it could have had a different outcome if you had done something differently or you know how you're going to learn from that Um, if you're missing that particular person if it's someone that you've had a conflict to consider if reaching out to them will help you to either rekindle your friendship or your relationship with them or if you know doing that will help you to move past it so that you're not actually going into the new year with unresolved relationships or feelings or emotions the biggest thing is is just to try to see the lesson in it so that you can you know accept the mistakes that you may have made accept the things that you have absolutely no control over um, and this in turn will help you grow as a person and have better self-awareness of yourself so that you can make more conscious decisions moving forward and you can release and let go of any of um, those emotions attached to whatever the situation is and you can free yourself of that emotional baggage and just start with a clean fresh slate so once you've kind of done that um those two things so like you you sort of like look at what you're grateful for in your life what's been a blessing for you and then the things that maybe you know haven't been that fantastic but you know the lessons that you're going to try and take from those not so great times the next thing that I like to do is I'll start to really envisage and I suppose 
manifest what I want in the next 12 months and what I want the year ahead to look like for me. And I know that some people, again, might think it's a bit woo-woo, like manifestation, gratitude, all those sorts of things. But And I used to probably be like that. Um, and I've got friends that totally just think that those sorts of things are crazy. But I honestly promise you that, you know, when you change your mindset and when you focus on the things that you want, you will attract them into your life tenfold. So get in that mind state, give it a go and really try to believe what it is that you're you're asking the universe for and it will come to you. Um, so pretty much, yeah, for me, like when I think about what I want over the, the next 12 months, again, getting back to what I said before, I'm really specific about what those things are. So don't make it vague or really broad because then you're not setting your intentions or showing that you have much commitment to the things that you want. If you really want something, make a commitment to it. Tell yourself this is what you're going to make happen. Tell yourself that this is what is going to happen and don't accept anything less. So usually when I'm doing this exercise, I generally start with, you know, my professional goals. So for example, last year when I did this exercise, I said that one of my professional goals was I wanted to double the profits of our business for the year. And that's a really, really specific goal. I'm not saying I want an increase in profit. I want to make more money. I want to, I'm actually making it really specific. I'm saying I don't want just to increase it. I want to double my profits for the year. And we have achieved that this year. And that's been because I've set that intention right from the very get-go at the end of last year for this year and every single thing that I have done this year has been to work towards achieving that goal and it feels so good knowing that you've actually committed yourself and you're holding yourself accountable to a goal and then once you achieve it it is the best feeling because you just think okay well what next like I've done that so where to from here what's my next goal so Start setting yourself some really specific goals about what you want, not just professionally, but then also personally. So another professional goal that I set for myself was I said that I wanted to have a really beautiful design studio so that I could then separate my work life from my home life and start working towards having some more balance in my life because right now and how my life has been over the last six years since running this business it has been very heavily focused on all work and not much play but one of my goals moving into the new year is around focusing more on myself and having more of that personal time more of that downtime and it's definitely an area that I need to focus more on because I haven't achieved many of the personal goals that I set out to achieve for this last year um, and to be perfectly honest I only achieved one personal goal that I wanted out of a very long list um, this year and that was I wanted to together with Mika we both really enjoy hiking and the outdoors and being out in nature and one of um, the, it was a joint goal for the two of us was we both wanted to hike uh, the Lara Pinta Trail in the Northern Territory which for those that don't hike or don't know much about hiking, it's 
like a grade four, grade five hike, which is a a, a pretty full on um, hike. It's pretty brutal. People have died on this particular trail. It's two hundred and twenty kilometers of the most sort of rugged terrain and conditions that you could possibly think of and it's physically a really really tough challenge even for really fit athletes and earlier this year Mika and I traveled there and we hiked a few sections of this trail so it wasn't the experience I had hoped for um, because I guess work was definitely a huge focus for me and definitely sidetracked me a lot from being able to fully participate and enjoy and get into that experience but it did make me feel proud of what I had managed to achieve given the fact that I am in the worst physical shape of my life at the moment Um, but when you set those personal goals they don't have to be just around big things it could be something as simple as you know telling yourself or or making a commitment and promise to yourself that you want to be present when you know you're sitting down for dinner at night with the kids and that your kids are going to have your full attention without your phone and you know or that when you go out for dinner with your partner you're both going to engage in conversation and not be talking about work you're going to be talking about things that you guys want to do together in the future or you're going to make a commitment that every day you get up and you go for a 20 minute walk it can be small but make it again something that is specific I can't stress that enough because when you are broad about things you then give yourself allowance to flex from those things and you're setting yourself up to fail because you're not holding yourself accountable for those goals that you're putting in place so for me um, I think I've definitely started um, setting my goals now personally for what I want for the, for the new year and what's important to me and how I'm going to look after myself better because that is something that needs to be one of my key focuses. So now that I've written all these things down, I will sit in my thoughts, I'll read the letter out. Sometimes I have a good old cry as I look back and I reflect on sort of like the year that's been Um, the things that I couldn't control, the things that hurt me, the things that made me sad. And then I might have a good laugh and I might reflect on great times that I had with people that I love or places that I've been. And and then I'll also just sit there and reflect on, you know, the achievements that I've made and and I'll tell myself that I'm proud of myself and that I've done really well. Um, And then once I've done that and I've set my intentions for the next 12 months, I usually then get the letter and I fold it up and on New Year's Eve I burn it (laughs) so um sounds a bit sort of like witch doctor-ish or something like that but for me it's sort of like a really symbolic way of sort of letting go of what has been and setting you know the the message out there of like right I'm letting this go I'm not letting any of these things weigh me down and I'm ready for the next chapter so it's a real wiping of the slate clean um for what the year ahead is going to bring so it helps me to feel ready refocused and open to what lies ahead so looking forward um to the new year my focus like I said is going to be on self and I think it's something that as women we all really need to learn to focus on more because 
someone recently said to me that something that really resonated with me and they said that if I treat myself poorly or neglect myself or forget to take care of myself or treat myself in the way that I should be treated then how can I possibly expect anyone else to treat me any differently and it really hit home for me because it made me realize just how little I do think of myself and how little I put myself first and how little I take time out for myself and how little I say no when sometimes I do want to say no because I feel obligated or I feel guilty like so many of you I know probably do as well you want to help people you don't want to let people down but when you say yes to everyone all the time you're actually letting yourself down because you're not taking that time out to rest recharge and rejuvenate so I have already taken steps to make sure that uh, myself and my well-being and my focus for the year ahead I've already booked in a yoga retreat for my birthday in February which I'm really looking forward to I'm gonna take just a couple of days to just really chill out enjoy myself I'm gonna switch my phone off from work um, and the girls in the office will just uh, take care of everything for me and I'm, I'm more than comfortable leaving everything in their capable hands so something that's taken me a while to get to that stage but I'm going to do that for myself um, and something I've always wanted to do or try is um, a pottery class and I've been saying it for I don't even know how many years because I'm obsessed with ceramics and pottery and I collect a lot of beautiful pieces from um, amazing artists like Bridget Bodenham and James Lemon and um, I love ceramics so much so uh, I've enrolled for a six-week course which is something that I'm really really excited about I keep stressing a little bit about it leaving work early to go to, and do a pottery class for six weeks um, one day a week but I'm sure that I will be able to juggle it um, so I'm doing that and I'm also planning a week um, a way to go away and spend some time with my husband so we like I said we love the outdoors we love nature so we're gonna go to the Daintree Rainforest where we can get amongst mother nature our favorite place to be um, and it'll give me a chance to just really calm my busy mind and look after myself so for those of you that are feeling or have felt or in the past you've gone through sort of a similar similar situation where you feel burnt out, run down, tired, exhausted, make sure that you try and practice that exercise. Sit down, write out, you know, the things that you're grateful for. Look at the things back over the last 12 months that didn't go your way acknowledge them let go of them and then set your goals and your intentions for the next year and really go into the new year gun ho ready to smash it ready to you know look after yourself and have the best most amazing year that you possibly can um, and free yourself of the burden the burden of always having to be the best or the busiest or the highest achiever it's something that I'm really trying to do so that I can rewrite what success looks like to me. And to me, now, after the year that I've had, 
success to me looks like peace, calmness, some downtime, saying no more often, maybe having a few sleep-ins and taking care of and nourishing myself. So I hope this has helped to give you some ideas on how you can shift your focus, rethink what is important to you in your life, reflect back on the year and what it's brought you, good, bad and ugly, so that you can move into 2020 living your best life yet. So here's to 2020. I hope it's an amazing year for you all and thanks for listening. I will see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you.